Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Life Coaching Spot. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and this one is called The Big No. So I received some interesting questions and responses to last week's episode. So I thought I'd spin off of that one for a part two of hitting the ceiling by actually taking a few tiny steps back before moving forward. By the way, I have created a private Facebook group for my female listeners. And one of the things this group is set up to do is to offer a safe space where women can continue the conversation from the episode of the week. Now, this podcast is meant to spark growth. And growth comes from asking deeper questions and examining further. So if this interests you, we're just getting started. So please ask to join this private group on Facebook and it's called The Life Coaching Spot. Surprise, surprise. And it's a great time to get in right from the beginning. So the theme of the questions and comments that came in We're centered around the subject of overload and overwhelm. Here's one. How can I think of expanding and taking on more when my life is already so full? So I love this because it's so true, right? Because seriously, if you're already overloaded, the thought of expanding and taking on more, well, it sounds exhausting and overwhelming. (laughs) Now, tell me where I'm wrong, but there seems to be a tendency for, um, for women more than men to take on way more than, than is really reasonable for one person to handle, which can sometimes lead to stress and overwhelm. Does that sound familiar? Or do you agree with me on that? Or um, maybe this isn't you, but maybe you know of somebody that this pertains to. Well, I myself used to be quite the people pleaser. Big time. And we'll get more into that in a later episode because that's a whole nother subject on, on its own. But basically, I wanted people to like me. And I wanted to feel valued. Now, I later discovered it was because I wasn't liking me and I wasn't valuing me. So I went out of my way to please others because that's what I knew how to do. And to be perfectly honest, that tendency was the primary reason for the stress in my life. Because it's stressful to feel like it's your job to make everyone else happy. Because the truth is, and I learned um, much later in life, it's it's not my job to make anyone else happy. And it was never my job. Just like it's not their job to make me happy. And that was a big aha moment in my life, I have to say. 
So the first thing I did to turn my whole life around was to begin saying no and feeling okay about it and then even good about it. But to be perfectly honest with you, I did this out of necessity, really, because things in my life had gotten so far out of hand and out of balance that I had to start saying no. And it was so hard to to do for me at first because it meant that I was going to disappoint people which meant they weren't going to be happy with me, which meant in my mind that they might not like me. But I did it anyway. And the thing I noticed that is that each time I said no, even though it was hard, I felt a little bit lighter. Like I felt like I could breathe just a little bit, just a little bit. And I also noticed down the line that it wasn't the end of the world, that people, even though maybe they were mad at first, you know, they, they got over it. And the ones that didn't, well, they didn't. <laughs> and that was okay too. But the important thing was that I started feeling a lot less stressed. So... One of the things that I came to realize was that I had trained everyone around me that I would just do everything. So, of course, they came to expect it and not appreciate it. They just expected me to overwork and overperform and to show up every time. I had set the bar for my own performance so high, and it really wasn't sustainable at all, at all. And you know what? I I also, at the time, couldn't understand why I wasn't being appreciated for all I was doing. (sighs) But let me tell you, when I stopped, (laughs) they noticed. They did. I noticed. <laughs> but here's the thing. You don't have to wait until you're forced to stay to to say no to things because you know that's the hard way. I took the hard road. It's actually much easier if you can consciously choose to learn how to say no without feeling bad about it. Now, if you have a hard time saying no, for whatever reason, right? You might, you may, you may feel obligated. Uh, maybe you feel like nobody else is going to do it as well as you can, or um, maybe as thoughtfully as you you do it. Uh, maybe maybe your self worth is all tied up in pleasing others. I'll tell you, I had all those things going on at once. But whatever it is, this is. This is my challenge for you that could be quite enlightening and could actually change your life for the better. And it can help you to, if, if you're having a hard time conceiving of expanding 
<laughs> your life, um, this may be a way or this may just be the trick that helps you to see it just a little bit more or maybe even a lot more. So here it is. I want you to choose three areas of focus. Maybe even maybe even just one or two areas of focus, but just a few areas of focus, one, two, or three, but not more than three. So three areas of focus uh, for your life and your practice. And then once you decide what those are going to be, I want you to set an intention to say no to any new thing that comes along that's not adding to those areas. And by adding, I don't mean piling on. I mean maybe helping those those areas in, in a positive way. So um, one of the things Rob Bell says is um, that he likes to say no so that he can say yes in a bigger way. And I love this kind of framing because it's almost like you're not really saying no at all, but but rather you're um, you're offering a bigger yes to uh, the things that are most important to you in your life right now, right? So that no is actually a yes for these other things, right? No, I can't do that because I'm doing this, you know. Um, a, a wonderful analogy could be that if you have a meal of a of a, just a whole plate of delicious Italian food, you know, you've got your pasta and your bread and your salad and your caprese, and it's just overflowing and beautiful, and you're so excited about it. You're not going to add some tamales on that plate, right? Or some egg rolls, right? You're going you're gonna to enjoy your full meal. Um, yeah, otherwise you're going to get indigestion. Things will not be good. Same thing. If your life is already full with the th- within the areas where of of your um, soul's desire, you don't want to add things in that are just going to pile on extra busy work or um, take you in a different direction, right? So if somebody makes a request of you that's outside your area of focus, you can just graciously decline the request, you know, whether it's big or, or small, because believe it or not, there are other people out there that can do it and will do it. You know, even if it seems in your mind that the whole thing's going to fall apart without you, I would invite you to consider the possibility that it won't, that we're a team out here in this world. And where you drop the ball, someone else will come along and pick it up. You don't have to hold all the balls. (laughs) Now, this isn't going to be easy at first if you're used to taking on way more 
than your share. So take it slow. Maybe say no once in a week um, if that's all you can muster up for now. But with each no that you practice, I want you to make some space for whatever feelings come up because they're going to come up if you're not used to this. And those feelings could be anything like guilt or uh, fear or shame or worry or anxiety. Just allow whatever it is to come up and notice that it's there. And then sit with the feeling like you would comfort a young child, right? Maybe say to yourself, some part of me is feeling guilty for not saying yes. Some part of me is feeling guilty for not saying yes to this. And then just send some love and support to that part of you. If you can notice where it is in your body that you're feeling the guilt, that's really helpful because then you can send, you can isolate that, that area and you can direct loving energy and support to that area. So it's really helpful. Not everybody is um, aware in their body, but you know, you can play with it a little bit. See if you can feel where you hold the guilt or where you hold the shame, where you hold the fear. Anyway, allowing these things to come up will help you see what's been the, in the driver's seat of your life's journey, right? Who's been driving? Because let me tell you, if it's been fear or guilt that's been driving this, sh- this show, um, I can guarantee, almost guarantee, that you don't want to go where that's taken you. You don't want to be on that ride. Where is that destination leading you to? Think about it. You don't want to go there. You don't want to go there. To land in your best life, you know. You know who needs to be in the driver's seat. I know you know. It's love that needs to be in the driver's seat. Love that drives passion, that drives inspiration right? It's love. That's who. That's who you want to get back in the driver's seat. So this is a wonderful example of how you can shift your life from feeling hard and stressful and even overwhelming to moving in a direction toward a life that you truly want, a life that you want to wake up to every day, that you're excited to wake up to every day. And it's best to take this process in bite-sized pieces, honestly, because too much too fast can make you frustrated and even make you quit. But over time, you're going to you're, you're going to have more and more of what you want in your life and less of what you don't want <laughs> without the guilt, without the guilt. And depending on where you're standing right now, that may seem impossible, but trust me, it's more than possible. If you're just willing to put one foot 
in front of the other, right? Just one foot in front of the other. That's it. That's all you have to do. The one next step. Yeah. Now, you may be so stuck right now that you don't have any idea where to begin. And if that's the case, or if you feel like you just do better with a guide or a coach, I want to invite you to reach out to me to schedule a free 30-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. You can email me at kathy at thelifecoachingspot.com or you can sign up directly on my website at thelifecoachingspot.com. Let's get you unstuck and on your way. Blessed be. If you want to apply for one-on-one coaching with me or to schedule a free 30-minute discovery call with me, you can visit my website at thelifecoachingspot.com and I can't wait to meet you. Peace and blessings.